Greetings, fellow Federationists. Today is Wednesday, September 1st, 2021, and this is presidential release number 508. Welcome to the symbolic start of fall with Labor Day right around the corner. We know that fall is becoming to be here in many ways, but of course, we're still feeling uh, a lot of the summer heat here in Baltimore, and I want to express that we are thinking about our Federation family who have been impacted by Hurricane Ida, and we are monitoring uh, the situation along with our uh, affiliates in Louisiana and Mississippi, and if we learn that there are needs that can be fulfilled by the Federation, we will certainly put out the word, and uh, I know many of you are eager to help. I want well, actually, I wanted to welcome to uh, this live presidential release the participants of the 90th Leadership Seminar. I'd still like to do that, but they're not in the same room with me because of technical difficulties. But we uh, have just started the kickoff for our 90th Leadership Seminar, the first one that we've had since COVID. The uh, last Leadership Seminar was in late February of 2020, so it's great to be working on uh, these activities again. I want to talk just for a moment about the presidential release live. This event has been very successful and uh, many uh, have urged us to keep it up and we have done that. Uh, we still want to have a presidential release presence at each of the chapter meetings across the country. So we're going to be putting a condensed version of the presidential release live out starting with this month's release for the chapter meetings. It will be more condensed than what you get here in the live format. So I encourage Federation members to continue to tune into the live event. You will get more announcements and information, up-to-date uh, details than you would in the version for the chapters. And I encourage our chapters, though, to continue to play the release so that we can share that bond across the country and discuss those most important items. Now, this is presidential release number 508. And of course, 508 brings a lot of things to mind. And so in honor of 508, uh, section 508 of the Rehabilitation Act, we thought we would use this release as an opportunity to redouble our efforts to help improve uh, implementation of Section 508, especially as it relates to government technology. We know that um, Section 508 uh, of the Rehabilitation Act is not enforced in the way um, that it was intended, and many blind people continue to experience inaccessible technologies uh, in federal websites and software and in employment settings. And the Federation continues to be dedicated to advocating for full and equal access in all aspects of the federal government's technologies and services. So we're gathering information from blind people regarding Section 508 barriers that you might have experienced so that we can push a little harder on the federal government. If you have experienced issues filling out job applications or dealing with websites or in your employment 
with the federal government or public-facing websites of the government, please reach out to Valerie Yingling here at our national office. You can send her an email. Her email address is vyingling at nfb.org. If you know of blind people uh, who work in, in the government and who have shared their experiences with you, please ask them to share them with us in the National Federation of the Blind. Next month, we're getting ready for our October awareness campaign. And as you know, for just over 20 years, we have designated October as Meet the Blind Month. I announced previously that we are uh, taking a fresh approach to Meet the Blind Month and uh, have been looking at um, how we rebrand it. Obviously, uh, we want people to meet our organization and our members all year round. But we do want to have a focused, dedicated time where um, we can truly um, push ourselves out into the community to get our history recognized, to advance equality in everything that we do. And so we are rebranding our October campaigns in line with celebrating our history and programs and values in new ways. And so this October, we are going to be designating as Blind Equality Achievement Month, Blind Equality Achievement Month. You know, our individual and collective efforts, our individual and collective accomplishments need to be celebrated. Our progress toward equality for the blind in the nation need to be promoted. But we also know there's so much work to do. And we want to use the month of October to present how proud we are of what we have achieved individually and collectively as a movement, but also to talk about where we are going and what we still need to do to achieve true equality for all blind people. And so Blind Equality Achievement Month is an important part of that. Now, throughout the pandemic, our members have especially stepped up to show their innovative approaches and ideas and have really um, shown the strength of what we can do together by bringing new ideas and inspiring each other to take on um, new projects during the pandemic and, and taking advantage of the use of technology. I'm looking forward to what I know the members of the Federation are going to do with our refreshing of the month of October and rebranding it as Blind Equality Achievement Month. I know that many of you are eager to get out and try some new things and to find new ways to uh, move our organization forward. So I would continue to urge you to do that this October. We have plenty of time still to plan for what we want to do and to think about what we need to do in the future to build programs to spread the word and connect people to the National Federation of the Blind. So for Blind Achievement Month 2020 and social media, we want you to use the hashtag Blind Month. And uh, you can also send 
your planned events and activities to web at nfb.org so that we can get them added to our nfb.org webpage related to our activities in October. Still plenty of time to get literature ordered from our independence market. You can uh, send us an email and get literature, alphabet cards, that sort of thing sent out to local chapters. Uh, we do encourage that you get creative about how to do in-person events. Obviously, we want to continue to be smart. Think about what kind of outdoor activities we can do. But if you can't or don't feel like in-person activities can be done in your area, there's still lots we can do with virtual activities. And I would encourage you to plan for those. You can uh, email independencemarket at nfb.org to make literature orders, or you can call us here of course, at the national office. Also, October 15th, we continue to brand as White Cane Awareness Day. You can find a sample proclamation on nfb.org, which you can use to get public officials to proclaim October 15 and to celebrate the work of the National Federation of the Blind. So let's go build another successful October, full of opportunities to innovate and celebrate our achievements as we march together toward equality. Uh, more information can be found uh, about our resources at nfb.org slash blindmonth, and please continue to share your ideas about what we need to do this October. I want to acknowledge um, new contributors and folks on our Dream Maker Circle and also contributing to our pre-authorized PAC program. Welcome to the Dream Maker Circle, Corb O'Connor of Minneapolis, Minnesota. Thank you for being the latest person to make the commitment to make a gift, leave a gift to the National Federation of the Blind. Welcome to our Dream Maker Circle and to... Uh, our latest chapter contributing to our pre-authorized contribution program. Welcome to the Wisconsin Association of Blind Students. I think it's a fitting month to welcome the student division in Wisconsin to PAC. I was reflecting that it's 25 years ago this month that I helped start the student division in Wisconsin. So uh, thank you to our Wisconsin students. Thank you to all of our contributors to PAC and those making the commitment to our Dream Maker Circle. You can do that too. I encourage you to visit our PAC form on the website, nfb.org slash PAC, or to visit our giving page to learn about the Dream Maker Circle and reach out to Patty Chang at our national office if you want to learn more. I do have a few Federation family notes to share with you on this release. I regret to inform you of the passing of a number of Federationists. Doreen Franklin passed away on August 10th from COVID-19. Doreen was a member of the NFB of Florida Treasure Coast chapter for many years, and she was a huge advocate for parents of blind children. 
Uh, Doreen leaves behind her husband, David, and their four children. Also, regret to have to tell you of the passing of Ed Meskes from New Hampshire. Ed passed away on July 25th. Uh, Ed served as both our New Hampshire affiliate president at one time and president of the Lakes Region chapter in New Hampshire. Uh, many of you may know him for his interest in science fiction, but he had many other distinctions, uh, including his service in the National Federation of the Blind. The NFB of Maryland reports a number of members who have passed away. Uh, Mike Records passed away. He had been a member of our Western Maryland chapter. And also uh, Teresa Thomas passed away on August 8th. 2021. She was an enthusiastic member of our Sligo Creek chapter. Teresa has been ill uh, for several years, but she has continued to uh, participate in our state and national convention. She's always been eager to jump up and help Federationists whenever she could. Also, uh, Ruby Collier, Longtime member of the NFB of Maryland's Eastern Shore chapter passed away on August 11, 2021. Uh, Ruby was 96 years old. Also, Kathleen Nelson, a member of the Aurora chapter of the NFB of Colorado, passed away on the 4th of July. She had been a member of ours in South Dakota uh, before moving to Colorado. She was 74 years old. Also regret to inform you of the passing of Talita Mitchell from Louisiana. Uh, she passed away on August 15th. She was a well-respected leader uh, and beloved mother, friend, and colleague, mentor to so many in our Louisiana affiliate. Talita served as president of our Cato Bozier chapter, and she was a member of the NFB of Louisiana's board of directors. In case you don't know, of course, Talita is the mother of Daphne Mitchell, who is a leader in the Federation, she is a member of the Louisiana Center for the Blind's Board of Directors and served on the Federation's task force. Finally, I regret to have to share the passing of Charlie Brown of Virginia, who passed away on August 1st. Charlie was a longtime member and leader for years in our organization. In fact, nearly 50 years. Served as a national board member, including serving as an officer, as our treasurer. He served in many other capacities in the Federation. He was a significant force in advancing the rights of blind people, especially in his position as president of the Virginia affiliate for 26 years. He was a lawyer, 
who worked on uh, so many aspects of our work. Uh, most recently, he was very dedicated to the voting issues. He was critical in advancing um, our issues and advancing blind people's participation in the American Bar Association. And um, amongst all of his work, he will certainly be remembered for that, but also for his kind and loving mentorship of so many, not just from the front, but also um, the quiet calls that he made to share his perspective, his leadership, his advice and guidance to so many, including myself. We're going to miss um, Charlie. I'm, I know that we will be having an article of, uh, detailing his work in the Braille Monitor very soon. I urge you to keep Charlie's wife, Jackie, and family and the friends, family, and loved ones of all of these um, who I have mentioned and those I may not know about in your thoughts and prayers as we come into the month of September. That's the news that I have to share for September. We do have a busy fall ahead of us in the Federation. Uh, we have a number of affiliate conventions already uh, have happened underway for the fall. Uh, we're all trying to balance the, the struggles of um, staying safe in person, whether we should go virtual. I continue to urge everybody to stay safe, stay smart, and continue to build the Federation. Uh, we're going to move to some of the customary endings but before we do that let me say let's go build the national federation of the blind now uh pam we're coming up it's not quite halloween but you, this this the candy's already in the store so and it is back to school time so do you know why the m m decided to go to school i can't imagine why because they wanted to be a smarty hi i'm oriana rickabona and i'll be telling you a joke why do kittens get in trouble at school? Why? Because they're copycats. <laughs> okay. Uh, hi, I'm Elizabeth Fricabono, and I'll be telling you a joke. Uh, why did the ghosts stop studying? Why? Because they were too girl f ghoul for school. I would just like to remind everybody that you can join the next NFB presidential release live on October 1st at noon Eastern time using Zoom, the Nation's Blind YouTube channel, our intranet stream, or by asking your Amazon device to open Nation's Blind. The preceding message was brought to you by Mark Riccobono, President, National Federation of the Blind, Office of the President at nfb.org. 410-659-9314, www.nfb.org. Let's go build the National Federation of the Blind.